0: Growing up, I was mostly a soccer and a baseball player, at least when it came to competitive sports. I played some recreational basketball and a number of other sports, but after a bad experience with baseball my freshman year in high school, my focus turned pretty much to soccer. Except, that is, for my one foray into track and field during my sophomore year in high school. I was a bit undersized and you'd have a hard time slipping a quarter under my feet when i jump, so the field events were pretty much out and no one would accuse me of breaking any land speed records, so the sprints were not an option either. That left the distance running events, and I figured I could be pretty good at that. Soccer's a sport that requires stamina and a lot of running. It wasn't long before I knew that I was never going to set any school records in the mile or the two mile. In fact, it was a good day for me if Sean Youngstead, the star distance runner at my high school, didn't lap me before I completed the mile run. I had to adjust my track and field dreams from visions of mounting the metal stand to finishing races and staying in better shape for soccer season. Dreams are like that. Sometimes our pursuit of a dream sees us changing course and finding that we can create different dreams that are just as valuable as our original ones. Beyond the scores and statistics, sports provide real-life examples of people and their inspirational stories that teach life lessons. Stories of perseverance and achievement that go beyond the numbers on the scoreboard. Hi, I'm Kurt Johnson. Welcome to the Good in Sports podcast, where we share stories about the positive impact of sports. Stories that inspire, that entertain, that celebrate the best in athletic competition. Bailey Nixon was one of the best high school volleyball players we've seen in the state of Utah. Heading into her senior year at Pleasant Grove High School, Bailey was a highly recruited star who had committed to playing her college volleyball at nearby Utah Valley University. During a summer tournament, coincidentally at UVU, she suffered a major knee injury that derailed her senior season and changed the course of her college career. Now married, Bailey Christensen just finished her final year at UVU.
1: Um, I guess we could start my senior year of volleyball in high school. Um, I was a returning starter and returning state champion, and I was so excited for the year. And right before the year started, um, I had that knee injury where I blew out my whole knee. I tore my ACL, MCL, meniscus. Um, I ruptured my hamstring and my calf was shredded. So basically the worst thing that you could do, I did it to my knee. And that was just a really big bummer because, um, you know, sports was my life, volleyball was my life, and um, I just loved it so much. And I thought my world was over, my life was over. I was like, I can't believe this is happening to me. And um, I had committed to Utah Valley University at the time, so I was a little nervous that they were going to either pull my scholarship or I wasn't going to be able to play at the next level. Um, and luckily, my coach, Samatoa uh let me know that day that my scholarship was safe and that they were looking forward to me getting back into my recovery. And so that was a big relief. Um, but it was a really hard road. I had to learn how to walk again. Basically, I couldn't walk for six months. Um, this was all just really hard. And I just wanted to walk again and to run again, let alone play volleyball. And um, so I ended up graduating high school early to go ahead and go to UVU and uh, get a head start and try to rehab my knee as quickly as I could. And I just had these bumps come up on the road that I couldn't, um, I don't know, you could, (laughs) I thought I was going to be Um, a lot better sooner, and so my first year, I decided to redshirt, and that was even hard for me. I was like, I haven't played a volleyball season in two years, and so I was like, maybe this next season, I'll be good to go, and that just happened year after year, and it was just the biggest struggle, and I've had multiple surgeries throughout the four years of my collegiate career, and um, finally, it was my senior year, and I ended up playing A lot more than I had, and I did really well, but it still was a struggle. My knee was hurting all the time, and I could have played another year, a fifth year, um, but I decided not to because of those struggles I was facing. And I ended up having surgery to clean it out. But honestly, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It would have been so easy to quit and to give up, and that's what I feel like most people would do because of the pain that I was in. But I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And I think that um, I learned a lot going through all these trials um, with sports. It taught me how to work hard and to um, endure to the end. And so I wouldn't trade it for anything, even though it was a struggle. It wasn't easy at all.
0: Bailey's brother is Dalton Nixon, a high school basketball star at Orem High School, who just finished his college basketball eligibility at Brigham Young University. Dalton has known his own share of disappointments, culminating with the premature end to a dream senior campaign with the untimely arrival of the COVID-19 pandemic.
2: Um, freshman year freshman year was good. Uh, went on my mission, I came back. And then uh, that first year coming back from my mission, during the season, I, I faced a couple of injuries. During the middle of the season, um, I had a stress reaction on my foot. And so that put me in a boot and that uh, had me like... Not being able to to put any weight on my on my leg for for about six weeks in the middle of the in the middle of the season, then I came back, you know, started playing well, and then it was um, conference championship game against Gonzaga. Towards the end of the game, um, I get tied up in a loose ball and uh, tore my labrum. So, uh, following my sophomore season, I had surgery to repair my torn labrum. Uh, spent all, all summer and fall getting ready. And my junior year, I was healthy. Um, Had, haven't had any problems with my shoulder coming back. And then uh, this season um, towards, you know, towards the um, last little bit of conference um, LMU, I go down and I uh, suffered, you know, just a, a rolled ankle, ankle sprain that kept me out for, you know, the rest of the season. You know, my, my story was, after this ankle injury, I was preparing myself to play in the NCAA tournament. That was that was the goal, and you know I felt like I was ready to play, ready to go. And then you know this happened right right after our conference tournament, where they announced that you know the NCAA tournament was going to be canceled, and that was the end. So um, that, that's that's my story, and it's a, it's a really interesting situation. But you know I, I was re- I was ready to go, and the ankle was feeling good.
0: Bailey and Dalton are two of the children of Kevin and Stephanie Nixon, successful athletes in their own right, and the family is used to achieving big things in sports. Both Bailey and Dalton had big dreams throughout their careers, and both were forced to look at new dreams with a new perspective based on the way things played out.
1: Yeah, so for me, my ultimate goal was to either play professionally or make it to the Olympics if I was good enough. Um... And so I had really, really high goals um, and everything was going good until that senior year. And then I, my next goal was to just make it through four years of college. And so it changed a little bit, but I'm still really proud of myself of where I got. And even though we did have a little, um, little rough way of going, um, I was just proud of myself for going through the four years, which I think is a really good goal for me. So I was happy.
2: Um, all through, all through high school, um, especially after I committed to BYU my sophomore year of high school, it was my dream, you know, play at BYU and make a run in the NCAA tournament. You know, that, that was my goal. Like, uh, the NCAA tournament, you know, this March madness, it was, it was the coolest thing for me growing up as a kid. I, I watched, you know, I tried to watch every single game every year. And so, you know, when I was in high school, that was my dream was to go to BYU to be a contributor to. You know, to win a lot of games. I also wanted to be, I wanted to be on a top 25 team, and uh, you know, get into BYU my freshman year, I was, uh, you know, I was a freshman playing with Tyler Hawes and Kyle Collinsworth, Chase Fisher, those guys, and we make it to the NCAA tournament. You know, we lost in the first round, but like that was one of the coolest basketball experiences that I've had. Um, went on my mission after that, and then came back, and my whole goal was to just, you know, try and make it to the tournament again, and you know like like we talked about a little bit earlier like you know some some uh tough times with with injuries and you know playing time you know there, there's so much that goes into it and you don't always get what you want but you know this senior year I was able to really accomplish everything that I had hoped for um being a contributor I started this I was a starter to start the year before Yoli came back and felt like I did a really good job of doing everything I could to contribute to the team and then you know we back half a conference, you know right after right after I go down with my ankle injury, you know we crack into the top twenty five keep winning, we beat gonzaga senior night, storm the court like that was everything that I, that I could have hoped or dreamt for um but it's just the you know this this weird ending to the season um is is really like what's what I'm trying to deal with right now because you know that was a big part of what I wanted to accomplish and a big part of my dream growing up and so you know, it's a bummer that I'm not going to be able to experience that. But looking back on the season, it was everything that I could have hoped for. Yeah, it's it's really hard because, um, especially within the first week of of the announcement that the tournament was going to be canceled, you know, it was a lot of a lot of time talking with my teammates and just being upset, being frustrated, being sad. All the emotions that you that that go through your mind about you know a dream being crushed. Um, but when I when I step back and, uh, try and take in everything. I had a good conversation with coach Pope where I basically said like, man, like my, my, my ankle feels good. I'm ready to go. Like, I just think about like what could have been. And, and, you know, he reminded me when we, when we, when I have those thoughts of, you know, what could have been, I just have to think about what happened, you know, like what we really experienced this whole season. Um, everything from going on a trip to Italy with the team before the season to playing in Maui to, you know, beating St. Mary's at home, beating Gonzaga, you know, everything that, everything that we accomplished this year, like there's so many positives. This season was incredible for all of us. Um, you know, the, the work that we put in was uh, like it. Every, everything about it. It was just like, there was so much magic to it. And when I think about just the accumulation of this whole senior season, I feel like it was a, a really big success for, for me individually and for our team. Like For us to finish the year ranked in the top 20, I think all of us, that's everything that we could have dreamt for, you know, as, as we really began the season.
0: Andrew Luck was an elite quarterback, a star in high school, then at Stanford University, and the first pick in the 2012 NFL draft by the Indianapolis Colts. He became one of the league's elite quarterbacks, but then injuries changed all of that. After leading the Colts to the playoffs and piling up impressive wins, Luck suffered a major shoulder injury during the 2016 season. He pushed on and played through it that year, but missed the entire 2017 season trying to rehabilitate that throwing shoulder. It seemed to work as he came charging back, earning NFL Comeback Player of the Year honors for his 2018 play. He set a number of career highs that year and led the Colts to a 10-6 record and back to the postseason for the first time since he led them there in 2014. Then, suddenly, just weeks before the start of the 2019 season, Luck announced that he was retiring from the game. The news broke when he was on the field, not in uniform, for a preseason game, and Colts fans who heard the news booed him as he left the sidelines that night. At age 29 and facing another injury from which he was trying to get back, the rigors of rehab had taken their toll on an elite athlete, and he had decided it was time to chase new dreams. The mental, physical, and emotional exertion of the fight was more than he wanted to endure one more time. The talking heads who could never know what was in his mind and what his body was telling him mocked Andrew Luck. But the great thing about dreams is that we get to decide when a new dream replaces the one we thought was our ultimate goal. Utah-based Especially for Athletes encourages high school athletes to take the lead in helping students around them when they see a need. One of the core concepts endorsed by Especially for Athletes founder Dustin Smith is the sport light. He told us about it in a recent conversation. Here is a short excerpt from that interview.
3: That, that spotlight that shines on on a person because they're good at their sport, we just call it the sport light to remind the kids that when you're playing your sport, you're going to have this sport light on you. And so be careful with it. So we've written a book on it. Uh, the book's called The Sport Light. It's how to recognize it, how to use it properly, how to be careful with it. Um, the good that can come from I'm taking advantage of it. And, and also the understanding that you're not going to have it forever. And, and then what you have is the reputation that you, you built while you were in that spotlight. Cause at some point it will turn off and people aren't going to come and cheer for you anymore. And they're not going to pay to watch you play and they're not going to be interested in Your game last week because you're not going to have one, and um, you don't have to be a basketball fan to know who LeBron James is. You know, you don't have to be a a football fan to have said you probably know who Tom Brady is or Joe Montana or you know, you know who Michael Jordan is and you know who Babe Ruth. I mean, these are all names that you don't have to be a fan of that sport or have played that sport to have probably heard and know a little bit about that person, and that's because in those particular cases, the sport light was so bright that those people are recognized you know for for years and years and years to come but in your own little community you could be in a small town in Utah somewhere and if you're you know a really good basketball player people know who you are and you're talked about there's a couple years of your life where you're a big deal but uh you know we don't want them to let it get to their head and let it define who they are but rather see it as an as a uh, maybe a responsibility to to give back and to do good.
0: Bailey Nixon knows from personal experience the thoughts that must have been with Andrew Luck when he decided it was time to move on. She's been there and faced that same kind of decision. In her case, she wanted to hang on for that one final season.
1: Yeah, so kind of like what Dalton said, um, it's really easy to think about like what could have been or like it's, it would just be easy to give up, basically. Um But like Dalton said, I would, what I would do is I would just um, think about what I already have accomplished. And I knew even with the injuries and with um, all of the trials going on, I feel like I can just push myself a little bit more. And it's hard to explain. It's because like I knew what I could do and what I was capable of, but my body wasn't letting me. So my mind was there, but my body wasn't. So to get over that, was really difficult. Um, I, ha- I would have a lot of frustrating days where I would just go home after practice and cry because I wasn't jumping as high as I knew I could. And so I think for me, what really helped me was um, just pushing myself and having a support system, having my parents and my siblings tell me that, um, Bailey, you got this, you can keep going. So I think having a support system is really important but also just pushing yourself as far um, mentally as you can, because it's really easy to get down on yourself and think of um, what could have been, or I should be better than this. Um, But just to really push yourself and have that support is what really helped me. It went through my mind a lot that I I should just quit. Like I haven't been playing. Like I honestly didn't know why I was still there. It was really difficult every step of the way. but my teammates really helped me and get me through. And I've met some of the most amazing people through sports and through volleyball. Um, And so my teammates wanted me there and I felt their love and felt their support. And they knew that it was hard for me. And these were girls that I've been playing with since before my injury. So they knew what I could do and what I was capable of. And they reminded me, Bailey, you're so good, you can do this. And so that really helped me um, and I really wanted to finish my senior year with all of my friends and my teammates. Um, and Yoli Child's wife, Megan Childs, was on my team and she and I've known her since high school. And so we really pushed each other and she actually tore her ACL the year before. So both of us, it was really fun to have each other because we could relate with through our knees. and um, we were both seniors, so it was just fun to go out and just have one last year of having fun. Even though the Olympics was out, everything was out, I knew I wasn't gonna play after this. Um, I was ready to be done with all of my knee injuries, but I had a great last season and I was really happy that I persevered, persevered and uh, finished that season.
0: The Nixons always had each other to lean on. And since they knew the struggles their siblings were facing, they drew strength in their own battles. In fact, the youngest sister in the family, Sadie, was the first to suffer a significant injury and Bailey looked to her younger sister as an example when she suffered her knee injury.
1: Sadie, my sister, actually tore her ACL a year before I did and I didn't realize how bad it was um, until I went through it. And it's kind of funny having your little sister who's like 15 years old telling you, it's okay, you can do this, you can get through this, I've done the same thing. And it was just, it's really like humbling to see that my little sister, when she was 13 years old, went through it. And it's just really good to um, support each other and rely on each other. And it's nice to have somebody who knows what you're going through because a lot of people go up to you. And I'm sure, Dalton, you can attest to this that people are like, oh, I'm sorry, I feel so bad. Like, I know what you're going through, but you, they really don't unless they physically have been through it themselves.
2: Um, for me, you know, um, a few times where I've had to deal with the injuries, I've definitely thought about both my sisters who have gone through, you know, ACL surgeries. And so like this past season, when, you know, I go down with this ankle injury and, you know, it was, it was a painful injury and the, you know, the rehab, I, you know, I was putting all my time and effort into trying to get better. Um, but I was thinking, you know, it could have been way worse than I think about like my sisters and have, having to deal with like ACL surgeries. And coming back from that, and I really uh, have, have felt blessed, you know, to only be dealing with, you know, a torn labrum instead of a, tor- a torn ACL. And so I feel like my sisters have been really good examples to me of, uh, you know, people who have fought through those fought through those trials and um, have, have done a really good job of having a good attitude and coming back. And so um, I've definitely looked to them. You know when my injuries haven't been as as major as theirs. You know those setbacks maybe haven't been as as big, um, and really just think about them as um, an example of how to how to fight through it and how to work really hard to get back.
0: Sports is a fantastic tutor. Through the ups and the downs, we learn lessons of pushing through challenges with resiliency. We learn that we can do hard things. We learn that even when we think we can't do something, we can find the strength. We learn that family, friends, teammates, and coaches are there to help us reveal our true character. Both Dalton and Bailey concluded their competitive sports careers this year, but the lessons learned between the lines will carry them far in all the dreams they chase going forward outside those lines. What
2: I've learned through everything is to just keep fighting. I've, I feel like I've been on really good teams. I've been on teams that haven't been as successful. I've been through ups and downs personally, you know, with injuries or, or, or whatever else. But what I've learned is you just got to keep fighting. you just got to, you know, every single day, you just got to give it everything that you have. And I, I find that when you give your whole heart to whatever you're doing, that eventually you know you're going to see the results that you want you're going to feel that fulfillment from it you're going to be able to you know keep going and keep moving forward and that's that's what I felt like been my whole story at BYU and through the ups and downs I've just tried to just keep fighting and keep going.
1: Yeah I definitely agree with that to just keep fighting and keep going I feel like sports and my injuries have really helped me um, it's prepared me for life in a way that I know how to work hard and to get through things. Um, even just starting this new job that I've had, um, I feel like I really can push myself. Um, and I, I, it's just really, sports have taught me to have a good work ethic. I feel like um, sports are so beneficial that way, you, physically and mentally, and so I'm, I'm done with the physical part of the sports in my life and everything, but the mental part has really uh, benefited me. And I feel like I'm more prepared to handle situations that are thrown at me. And I've definitely seen that in work and in life. And I'm just excited to see what life brings because of the um, experiences that I've had with sports.
0: Special thanks to Bailey Christensen and Dalton Nixon for being generous with their time and for the lessons their examples teach all of us as we look for the good in sports. This is Kurt Johnson. Thank you for listening to The Good in Sports, where we share stories about the positive impact of sports, stories that inspire, that entertain that celebrate the best in athletic competition. Music for this podcast provided by Mixsound through a creative commons license from free stock music. For your music needs, check them out at mixsound.bandcamp.com. That's M I X A U N D.bandcamp.com. When you hear of a great story idea that reflects the good in sports, send me an email at kurt at prepsutah.com. That's K-U-R-T at prepsutah.com. We're always looking for great stories. Watch for our podcast and my Speaking curtly podcast at speakingcurtly.com or wherever you get your podcasts.